Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Toronto, a city that has been bracing itself for its first NBA playoff game in five long years. At that time, the face of the franchise was that man in the red headband, Vince Carter, who now returns to Toronto as a member of the New Jersey Nets. And he will face the new face of the franchise, Chris Bosh, who hopes to continue what has been an amazing ride for his Raptors this season. Is Sportsfeld story time. We are looking back at the 2007 Toronto Raptors and their playoff run, uh, abbreviated playoff run, but an unexpected run to the top of the Atlantic Division where they would meet Vincent Lamar Carter and the New Jersey Nets, basically kicking off what would be a minor rivalry as they. Uh, Scott's on Wikipedia page, I just learned. Does have its own Wikipedia page. We, last week we talked a little bit about that Raptors regular season where they went 47 and 35. And I'll tell you this, watching back a Raptors top 10 plays of 2006-2007 uh, highlight reel, I am struck by how many like memorable moments from this season I still have in my brain from almost 15 years ago. Yeah, I think it was the first taste, I, I, I guess, for, I mean, for me, age-wise, obviously I was in with the Raptors from day one, and obviously the like Sixers... Nick's series I was following and aware of, but this was the first Raptors playoff series, first Toronto playoff series, I guess, really, as a pseudo-adult for me to really be into. Like, this is, you know, I'm almost I'm almost 20 years old here, so this is a big deal at the time, and especially the way they made the playoffs and the way they had that huge surge that we talked about last week. This was, this was the good shit, as the kids say. Some of the moments that I... You know, from this season that stick out, there's the uh, TJ Ford foul line pull up against the Clippers at the buzzer to win the game uh, where Sam Mitchell goes absolutely haywire, jumping up and down on the sidelines and loses his mind. There is a Chris Bosh desperation game winning three against, I want to say, Minnesota, maybe. Yeah, a deep, a deep pull up three uh, on, on a broken play. There's a there's an Andrea Bargnani buzzer beating three. And more than anything, Jake, maybe the craziest one of all is the Michael Ruffin play that goes down as one of the most unlikely ends to a game that you will ever see in your entire 
effing life. Now will the Wizards foul down the floor. And it's a deflection by Ruffin. And the play continues. Peterson got it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Is it good if it goes? We got to check it out. If it's good, we're going into overtime. And a Hail Mary three by Mo Pete. I don't believe what I just saw. Onions, baby onions. We have got to find out on a replay. For those of you who don't remember the Michael Ruffin, Morris Peterson play, it's March 30th, 2007. I didn't realize uh, that was this season. That's yeah, amazing. It was 109-106 with 3.8 seconds left right after two free throws. And uh, it's truly one of the most ridiculous sequences I have ever seen in my life. Uh, there's a made free throw. And then Tony Parker tries the old touchdown pass inbound. Michael Ruffin steals it, throws it straight up in the air because the game is over. Except Mo Pete catches it 30 feet out with 1.2 seconds left, gathers and hits a game tying three. Everyone just looking at Michael Ruffin like I literally just hold on to the ball for <laughs> for actually one second. <laughs> <laughs> Truly unbelievable. Uh, one of the things one, I've never really seen anything like it. So an all time uh, Chuck Swirsky call on that one. Too. That was another thing that I forgot about is Chuck Swirsky as the as the play by play guy. The rest of this way, man, legendary. What a legend. Man, when they won a game at the buzzer or when they had a big moment, nobody better than Swirsky. Holy cow. Yeah. Like obviously Matt and Leo are or Matt and Jack. Sorry, I should say are iconic. So good. And what they do. But Swirsky is, I don't think it's a stretch to say Swirsky is responsible for a lot of basketball love in Toronto. Like Absolutely. Really, especially in like those downer mid 2000s years. He, uh, he always made the game fun to watch no matter what. You sort of forget how bad the team was because he, he did make it seem so exciting. Mm-hmm. He did make them seem like they were a really good team. When you look back and you're like, man, there's not a lot to this. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot going Swirsky, on. Swirsky is, I think, Obviously not for everybody, uh, but I think with a lot of, especially the new younger Raptors fans, Swirsky's kind of a, not forgotten, but what's the opposite of a footnote? A, a pre-note? I don't know. Yeah. But I feel- I, Forward? Yeah. And like, obviously he has moved on to Chicago and continued his great career, uh, but I think he's sort of a, I don't know, I feel like he could use more recognition in modern day Raptor land. It was tough I, in, in the first couple of years of Matt Devlin. I remember that being like, it's been really hard to replace the Swirsk. Uh, but Devlin has his own completely different style, much smoother. Yeah, I, I think they're both very good at what they do in different ways. But I do, I do agree with you. When Swirsky left, there was really a thing of like, who can replace Swirsky? The guy from the Memphis Grizzlies, Matt Devlin. Anyway, long story short, the Raptors win the Atlantic and they come in to the playoffs, their first playoff series in five years. They are the three seed against the New Jersey Nets, who just so happen to have Vince Carter on their team. The Nets, basically, it's a big three and a bunch of nobodies. It's Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson, and and Jason Kidd. They would play most of all of their games. The rest of the stuff, it's Mikey Moore, who was really a pain in the ass forever. Uh, Jason Collins, an alternate big. And then guys like Bostia, Nakbar, uh, Antoine Wright, Josh Boone, uh, Marcus Williams, Clifford Robinson. So really not a lot else really just the big three of carter jefferson and kid uh that would be the entirety of 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 this nets attack yeah but it was it was potent what they did they were 
you know, those Jefferson Carter kid years were successful for a reason, you know? Things start out in Toronto, 1230 start, because that's how, what life is like when you're a Raptors fan. <laughs> Game one is 96 91 nets the raptors valiant in their attempt to make a game of this as they end up winning the fourth quarter by eight but uh it was not enough as they exited the third down by 13 78 65 so some real uphill climbing as they get sort of kicked around by this uh nets offense led mostly by Richard Jefferson, the, the one thing you will point to is they kept Vince to five of 19 shooting and 16 points in a minus 11. It was Richard Jefferson's 28 and Jason Kidd's 8, 10, and 15 that really seals it up for the Nets. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I remember this game so well. Uh, I believe I was on a train when this game was being played. Uh, let me do this game or game three. Let me check my day. Uh, what day of the week was this? This was a Saturday. I was. I was on a train returning home from uh interviewing at universities wow which was what i was doing at this time uh or no that can't be right i was already in i was going to do something with i was coming home from montreal i can't remember what i was doing though i'd already gotten in i was going down to check something out because i went this is i started school in september of this year so i was i think i must have already been accepted i forget how that timing works but uh, regardless i remember being on a train from montreal when this game was going on and this is the day this is the days before reliable wi-fi and streaming of games no sports net now in 2007 uh so i remember following this game by going to the nba.com gamecast page and clicking refresh every 30 seconds on the train uh and i remember watching how quickly this one sort of got out of hand in the second quarter and being like yeah. ah yeah there it is the, the Raps uh, second quarter is absolutely right. The Raps, uh, 
It's frustrating. <laughs> Only 19 <laughs> points in the second quarter. Down big, basically, uh, the whole way. And would bounce back, though. Game two. They get their revenge. 89-83. I can't believe that is a full game <laughs> score. In the, the first playoffs. quarter of this game. First quarter of this game ended 14-12. It's almost a miracle they got to 89 after that first quarter. It was 36-33 at the half. <laughs> Those defensive slugfests with noted defensive players like Rasha Nesterovich and Andrea Bargnani on the floor. What in the world were we watching? <laughs> oh my goodness. What a starting five for the Raptors in this game. Parker, Bosch, Ford, Rasho, and Joey Graham. Was always big on the Rasho move to the starting lineup. Me too. Uh, Me not too. blocking shots, but disrupting shots. They were always that was always Leo. He doesn't block a lot of shots, but he alters <laughs> a lot of shots. Uh, it was twenty six from Anthony Parker and twenty three from Chris Bosh. Anthony Parker was it, almost hard to explain how big of a fan favorite he was. Yeah, he was like a before the before. He was he was Norm Powell before Norm Powell. I think is how I would call Anthony Parker. But like maybe even more so because there was so much less to care about on the team. If that yeah. makes sense. I don't know. No, absolutely. I, lo- I love Danny Burner. He's by far my favorite player on this team. I don't know if that would stay because Jose stayed for so long, but uh, loved Anthony Parker. Boy, I thought they were going to win this series. I really did. I did too. Especially after uh, they won game t- after they won game two. I was like, okay, they got this. Well, they, they let it, you know, this was classic Raptors in this era. As soon as you felt even the slightest bit of positivity, they would snatch it from you and you would go into the half of game three, basically down 20, down 58, 39. <laughs> it was inevitable that a Vince game was going to happen. We yeah. you, could, they kept him in check. They kept him under 20 points. The first two, he goes off for 37 on 15 of 23 shooting Jason Kidd, uh, 16, 16 and 19 in this game. Boy, oh boy, garbage all around. I'll tell you this, you sort of come back at it. Uh, Bargnani doesn't really do anything in any of these, in many of these games. Huh? No, and like he was, and like he didn't, he wasn't starting. I get that he was a rookie still. Like, I think it's easy to be like, he's the number one pick. Why isn't he doing more? But also it was his rookie year. Yeah. Like I, I and, and, and rookie usage has changed a lot in the NBA in, yeah. in a very short time. And I also think that, you know, looking, it's easy to criticize Bargnani in the series in retrospect, knowing where the rest of his career would go. But at the time, I think it made a relative amount of sense. Maybe, no, I think maybe so frustrating because like he was the number one pick and it, it was. And your your starting lineup has Rashawn Nesterovich in it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a, a, a blowout loss. What 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 can you really talk about? Uh, your after starters again: Bosch, Parker, Ford, Nesterovich, and Joey Graham. They would make a change in the next game. They they do start Barnyani. He comes. He he gets the start as they go back for game four. 16 points, but a minus 27. Bosch, a minus 32. Ford, a minus 25. The Raptors absolutely shellacked by in this one. Uh, 108, well, pardon me, 102, 81, as they only top 90 points once in the first four games of this year. Kept alive by Kid Carter for three. Yes. He's kidding me. And off balance three from deep in the corner by Carter. Assault New Jersey here tonight. Watch the deflection, and then Kid just makes the... Well, no look, one hand pass. He's 21 in the first half. They've led by as many as 33. Here's Carter for three. That's his fifth three-pointer. Defensive assignment missed by Toronto. Chris Humphreys fails to come out on Carter in that zone. I remember this game and just how, like, it had that that classic playoff feeling of, like, you got to win this one. Mm-hmm. And then they came out so flat and just got absolutely smoked in the first quarter 32 15 
to end the first and it was just like well that was fun maybe there i and like i remember i think we all got really tricked into the seeding in this one because the raptors are the three seed the nets are the six seed but then i was like oh right this is a team full of veterans who have been here before and are all like hall of famers and the raptors have like chris bosh and a bunch of guys uh 27 for vince in this one as he is once again the game's leading scorer no raptors player scores more than 16 Uh, say what you will about Bargnani's 16 points. He led all scorers in the team. Uh, I don't, I can't believe there's games where people are scoring 81 points at the end of an, at the end of a playoff game. That's absurd. <laughs> like, <laughs> Raptors attempted 13 threes in this whole game. That's that's, cool. that's crazy. Bargnani goes two for four. He only takes four threes in the whole game. What's going on? Maybe super teams are good. Maybe you know. Maybe for this, watchable basketball at least. This completely. Uh, you know, shot heavy version of this game. Maybe not so bad. Anyway, it, it, it heads into a do or die game number five for the Raptors. And I'll tell you what, Jake, back at ACC, they win a must win game. What a world. A classic, as you pointed out earlier, classic 2000s Raptors game in that they were up big and then spent the whole game trying not to lose. Yeah, up up seven with three minutes left, 95 88 and end up winning the game 98-96. So they score three more points <laughs> the rest of the way. All three of them free throws in the last 30 seconds. They, they go they go the final, basically three of the final three and a half minutes without scoring a single bucket. Yeah, they're up 33-13 after the first quarter and then just spent the rest of the game hanging on. But they do hang on. Uh, a, a wild one. You, you, gotta love, you gotta love your guy Smitch, Sam Mitchell. Uh, he goes Parker, Peterson, Bargnani, Bosch, Ford. Seven minutes for TJ Ford. Jose Carlo plays 38 minutes in this game and scores 25 points. That is my guy. You you, you never know what it's going to be. And in this one, it was Jose Calderon taking 20 shots over 38 minutes. Yeah, interesting. And interesting, you mentioned that. The, the Only the six, the seven minutes for Ford. Rashawn Esterovich only gets a minute and a half. Luke Jackson gets a minute and a half. Derek Martin and Chris Humphreys under three minutes. He goes to Juan Dixon for a little bit. Uh, he was really emptying the tank and, and trying absolutely anything you could possibly find to get a matchup that worked. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the Ford Calderon storyline sort of played throughout much of the season. And it is interesting how in the last two games of the season, it really became sort of the driving narrative. And that brings us to the final game of this series, May 4th, 2007 from East Rutherford, New Jersey, the continental airlines arena. It's game six Raptors nets. We'll talk about that next time on sports. Fault story time. (laughs) 